0: Hi, I'm Tane. I am founder of InVact. InVACT is the company which is building metaversity, bring metaverse and education together to make sure that the masses have college experience at lowest cost possible.
1: This is the story of the near-death experience of a startup and a founder who never gave up. When the EdTech startup Invact first got funded, it was in the news for all the right reasons. Tech geek and social influencer Tane Pratap had got the former head of Twitter India as his co-founder on Invact. But soon the headlines turned negative as the founders did not agree on the way forward and there were rumors about the startup shutting down. But Tanai is not a quitter, and in this conversation with Akshay Dath, he talks about his amazing journey of overcoming odds multiple times, be it getting a job with Microsoft and building the Microsoft Teams product, or in the way Invact is disrupting how we are preparing the next generation of meaningful employment. Invact is truly original edtech platform that aims to help millions of young Indians who live in tier 2, 3 and 4 towns and have almost no access to affordable quality education. Stay tuned and subscribe to the Founder Thesis podcast on any audio streaming platform to learn from founders who have overcome adversity to thrive.
0: So when I was in college, so my sister was my first student. Then when I went to college, first year again, I saw teachers are not teaching really well. There's a long gap between what's being taught in the industry and what's being taught in the college and what's there in the industry right so i figured out a few things myself let's learn photoshop let's learn java or i have this since since my young age i have this tendency to self-learn and then teach so jesse self-learn hota hai, i feel like i did i don't worry no come to my class so i would take classes in the evenings right so there itself that that ten-year thing has happened, and then when I came to came into my job, I started going back to colleges, different colleges, not just my college. I have toured, I think, all the South India. Like you, you name a top college, I have been there I have taught kids there. So, so was it like it be, uh, uh, you reached out to them or they uh, like the students would invite you or like how did that happen? So both ways, but I was not famous on social media at that time. So what I used to do is I was just call any college and i say hey i am this person i am working at cisco i am working at cypress microsoft whichever company i am at and generally these are like really good brand names and i say hey i want to come and talk to your students because i did not get a lot of senior induction when uh, guidance when i was at college so i think this is lacking and they would like yeah yeah sir i a and they would give like very nice cups and mementos and all and so hrd photo ki <laughs> <laughs> These are the same HOTs I would not even get to sit across. Like, you are a student. But when you are giving back, you are, like, you are a celebrity that, that moment itself. So that happened. And this is 2014 when people didn't have internet like today, right? Like today, everyone has internet. Then in 2019, I decided enough offline, let's get online. So I created a video and I posted it on, on Instagram. And I said, hey, if you're genuinely interested, I'm here to help. And that just went viral. Even now, one one of my videos just went viral. And I'm getting like thousands of followers every day. And that time also, it happened. And I got like thousands of followers. I got thousand 20, followers in three to four days. Wow. And then it and just this shot. video was just a, like a statement that I'm here for you. That's it. You were not giving any gam in that. No, that video was, I showed the video to you. That video just said that, hey, and this is a genuine problem which I had, right? That I came from a lower middle class family. And I had huge expectations from my college and I went to a great college with a good brand name and with lacks of fees. And my parents had to take loan for it. And every moment I spent there, I was regretting this decision that I, my parents' hard and money is getting wasted. And this is the exact thing I just said that I know this pain because I have been through it and I have taught myself how to get into weight companies, how to succeed in life. And I'm going to teach that to you and don't worry about anything and just come to the page and we'll talk. And we used to be, do these live sessions, Instagram lives, and people would come and they just connected. I think the Tane Bhaiya thing just worked with everyone very nicely. And what were those Instagram live sessions about? Was it technical stuff or was it general career All guidance? sorts of stuff, technical stuff, general career guidance breakup ho gaya. Kya <laughs> People would come on live, they would play guitar, everyone would listen. So, just chilling out with, with an elder brother, wherein he, you were not getting judged, but you will be made fun of. So, I had this very strong person. right? I'll, I'll make fun of you. Uh, so, that's, that's what we used to do. Even now, we, like, uh, my wife went for a family trip a few days back, and I was three. So, I went live after a very long time because this, entrepreneurial journey and things which we just went through it was not letting me do that so i went live and i was singing just songs and they started then they went to twitter and they tagged my wife and then they told (laughs) you so just that i think that just connects to a lot of students that i came from the same background didn't go to the top tier colleges still made a decent enough life and i have the mantras of repeatable success and when someone talks to me i can give them that i can give them the advice which would suit them instead of just saying wake up at 5 a.m 5 a.m club so that's that's what works amazing on the personal side you were building your skills as a content creator or an influencer what about on the job side what kind of skills were you building there Actually, I was not building any skill. I was just being myself on internet and the internet loved my persona. Because if you see my videos on YouTube or older videos on Instagram, those are the worst videos. Like all the tips and tricks for shooting a video, I didn't follow. Like now the light is on my face. So you can see me light, but there was no light earlier. There was no mic. There was no AirPod. I just talked to people with my phone or my MacBook, uh, laptop so there was no learning it was just being on the professional side i was very serious about it and i have been very serious about my profession for a very long time this chip on the shoulder that i've come from a background where i did not get the best of the opportunity so i have to make my own luck so being there and also the other responsibility which i feel very strongly is being via you know when you are an elder brother you have to be a role model in every sense possible. You need to look fit. You need to behave well. You need to eat right. You need to take care of your well-being and your personal financial goals and everything else. So I've been, I went to Microsoft, twenty seventeen. Then I keep climbing the ladder there as well. Got two promotions, got multiple awards. So I think all in all, you were writing code. Is it like, like what we really Writing like, code, Microsoft. yeah. So Microsoft Teams, if you have used Microsoft Teams, I think most of it is, code is written by me, actually. The framework is mine, yeah. So I know tech really well. I don't want to say this myself, but I'm like a tech genius. It sounds very wrong, but it is true that the metaversity also with building is a tech masterpiece. And when I show it to people in Valley, in Europe, and they say, Oh my God, I can't believe in India, in Bangalore, this type of product is being built. And this, type, this level of sophisticated engineering is happening. But that's who I have been all my life. Even during growing years, I was that person who would who would code a lot. Like in when I was thirteen year old, twelve year old, I was winning the Olympiads, those championships and things like that. So being a programmer early, very early, but then figured out balance in life as well. So what made you want to quit your Microsoft job? I'm sure it must have been a very well paying job. Tell me that the trigger to entrepreneurship. Very well paying job. Yeah. That was the job that Microsoft shares and everything. When you get so much, so much of promotions and everything, you get a lot of money. So it was a very hard decision, but, and also I loved my job. Like people who know me from before, they know how hard the decision was because I just loved being at Microsoft and many a times I got offers from Google and Facebook and I was like, no, no, no. I just love Microsoft and the culture there. But then also I measured my life at one point of time. I think when the COVID came, I started reading a lot about karma yoga, about purpose of life, meaning of life and Darshan and whatnot. So I read a lot what about is Sankhidarshan. darshan is basically talking about it's a philosophical thought as in why you have come into being and what's the purpose of life. So there are different school of thoughts, even in Hindu. Like when you say Hindu, it, it's a very broad thing. Even in Hindu, you have Karmic Yoga, you have Vita's version of Karmic Yoga, you have Dikhin versions of. So all of that is there. So I read a lot because at one point of time, what happened was I understood the game at Microsoft. Like I can play this game forever. I can keep climbing up the stairs and I can keep making more money. And where I came from now, like when I was in school, my dream job would be that if I get 50,000 rupees per month, I would be the happiest person in the world. That was that's and ocean. my first job was 12 lakh rupees a year. Yeah. Two experts first, incidentally, yeah. how did you crack a 12 lakh rupees job from a year to college? I was very good. <laughs> 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 there were only two people who got selected. I was one of them. So I have been really good, actually. I, there are other stories also like Microsoft hires only people who do data structures and algorithms very well, the competitive coding piece. And I told Microsoft that I'm really good and I will not give a DSA interview. And <laughs> they said, if, if you're really good and if you prove that, we will not take a DSA interview, then not take a DSA interview for me. So I still don't know DSA, okay. which is like bread and butter for these big companies. So, so it was that good. So then when I went into Microsoft, I realized, boss, Bokhati, repeatable game and it, after every level you kill the boss is basically a promotion you realize it's not hard n- anymore and when uh, i started reading all of this Darshan and this philosophy and uh, i realized that this it's not just the promotion game is the life is also a game which you're playing at different levels and the end game is to get out of the game right not to play the game and uh, that's my understanding of life people have different interpretations so then, if you have to play the game, what would you maximize for? Maximize your life for, right? to And by God's grace, you are intelligent, you are smart. You have a lot of things. The universe has given you a great personality, a great mind to do something. So then, at that just at that point of time, what has happened was I was teaching students, so I built a 300 people cohort, right? And these 300 people were. From the worst background some of them did not even have laptop most of them were not from computer science background and the overconfident me very nicely said that you you know like krishna saying that you take care of you and i basically told everyone just come to my calls and i take care of you i'll get you a job and this was during COVID when so during uh, COVID. when students were losing offers yes yes exactly that time 2020 and i said just come to me and i'll I'll solve all your problems and they all came and we started a course and 300 people came in and, and i was i mean there, there are photos of this I, I was so adamant at proving myself i shaved off my head and i said i will not grow my hair back until i get all of you placed right so for all the COVID, I don't have hair. Like I all my photos, all my videos, I am not I hairless. Right? So then I worked very hard. I got all of them placed. No, what really were you enough. like what was happening in the cohort? Were you taking classes uh, as such or was it support group or and this was proper classes? Uh, these are students who said, Yeah, I can't code. I'm like, there is no things no such thing as you can't code. Okay. Yes. Let me make you a, a super programmer. So I made them really good programmers. They are now in Indian unicorns. I very proudly said this. Like one of my kids is in every Indian unicorn today. So they went in and that basically put me on the map. Like earlier than this, students knew who Tane Bhaiya was. And now suddenly everybody noticed super 30 moment. So that put me on the map. But just before this, when these students were getting placed, they used to call me, and they would start crying because, suppose, so, yeah, twenty thousand laptop nahi. who doesn't have a twenty thousand laptop? Usko twenty lakhs ka job lag jai. It's unbelievable for that person. And I have been through that feeling myself. When job, job to. I called my father and I said I have got twelve lakh rupees ka job. And my father was like, "Are you joking with?" me? I mean, TCS was good enough, right? And my dad would not sleep for a very, for a few days. He was like, If the market is like that, someone would give I'm So I, I know that feeling. But I got to renew that feeling again and again, 100 times with my students. Everyone got placed. They called. They cried. I cried. We cried together. Their parents came on phone. They said such nice things. We had birthday cakes. It's going to birthday, birthday See, cake. So on the birthday, Taneh Bhaiya tane also wearing a
1: birthday
0: cake. had a birthday. He was given a T-shirt. He gave a T-shirt to his friend. In the T-shirt, there is Hanuman. And in Hanuman's face, there is a child's photo. And then Hanuman is staring. No, his chest and tane Bhaiya is inside. So that's yeah, the yeah, level yeah. of love and level of devotion which people had. And the kind of change they had for mechanical kids. So I realized that, so this, these two happened parallel, right? This outcome and the other where I was searching for a meaning of life. So I, I realized that I can make a lot more impact as a teacher than as an engineer here at Microsoft. Today. And then I left my job. When, when, did you run, when did this cohort get over? Well, so like this this cohort started in 2021 February and, uh, and it got over in June. And then July placement started. And first 15-20 call, I knew that this is the high I want in my life, more and more. And this is the game I want to play next because this yes. is an infinite game. And by the time August came, there were a few girls also who got placed. They called. I remember Anita. She called. She started crying. I cried with, with her. And she said, I can't this girl, Ankita, now she's working in Razor, 5x of what her previous salary is. But it's not about salary. It's also about you changing someone's course, Life ka pura course. Jata when you change from place A to place B. So I realized ki I like this more and this is more challenging. And then I found the challenge that I, if I can do it for 300, I, maybe I can do it for 1,000. But can I do it for everyone out there? Can I create enough for everyone? And I think this was a good challenge to to challenge my genius and also energy. And I think that's why I just left my job and thought of doing something. And there were no plans to to do InVac at that point of time. Well, we talked that story, but that is that is the answer. Those two things basically coincided and I decided that Microsoft is not the place to be anymore. And and that moment when I left my job, lots of VCs reached out. then what are you doing next? And we want to talk. And it was first for me. I have never thought about VC funding or anything. I figured it out. Things work out generally for me and it just worked out again. So one VC reached out, I talked to her and after talking to her, I said, Kate, tell me, how did I do? Okay, how did I do? And she said, you were okay, but you should add more more of these things. And I didn't even have a pitch deck. So I said, I told her before in the DM itself that I don't have a pitch deck. Oh, no, no problem. We just have a chat. And then I asked, okay, how to how should I talk to VCs? What should I ask you as, as a founder? And she gave me points. I was going through those notes a few days back. How to talk to VCs was called talk to, to me by a VC herself. So that happened. So I started talking to a few VCs and then then they asked me, can you what do you want to build? How do you think this technical problem will be solved? So I took some time, I spent a few few days to think about the whole metaversity concept. That at that time, I called it in verse actually. So I came up with the plan, but it was really hard to explain to people what it would look like, how it would work. I created some diagrams, didn't come out really well. So I took another few days and created a prototype. And in that prototype, there was a meta There was people running around each other and all of it. So I coded that out. And then I went to the same VC and I said, see, this is the product. This is how it would look and like. It was really good. They were like... Did you have this lady? I'm like, no, this is like two, two, three nights of coding job. It's not like that big a deal. And they were like, yeah, now we are. So these VCs basically saw it and they're like, wow, this is great. And the speed also is good. Vision looks fine. And that's, that is when I was also talking to my ex co-founder Manish. We had chats before that. And I told him VCs are interested and do you want to come in now? And said, yeah, I can come in when can come in when the term sheets are being signed because it, I, me leaving a job without a term sheet doesn't look good. I'm like, fine, that, that works for me. I, I don't mind. So I kept talking to a few more VCs, a few earlier talks I would do. And then the final talks, may I would also have Manish come in saying that he would be the co-founder for this venture. And people would be like, are you going to leave your job? They would ask Manish I have, as soon as. Resign the term sheet, I will leave my job. So I think uh, this was 15. What was the re- Get money, on as a co-founder. Did you see the value in closing a VC deal or did you see skill sets or did you see network? Or? So VC deal, I didn't see a lot of value because VC already had happened before that. And I had got these VCs already. So that was not a lot of value there. But I, I saw a lot of value in experience, right? Because he had a great experience of running corporates, big businesses. And I considered myself more of a teacher slash engineer, right? So first of all, I like to teach second, I like to build, right? So I was not keen on driving all of the, the business, the marketing, the day-to-day of things. And I thought execution wise money should be a great hand. It would help them. You can focus on the product. Yeah, I can focus on things which I like, and Manish can focus on things which Manish does really well. Right. So that that was a thought process. So that's that 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 just happened. There was no plan to get funding. There was not even a pitch deck. I remember reading Secrets of the Sandhill Road. So my thing is, here, if I don't know something, I'll read a book overnight and become an expert tomorrow. So I read Secrets of Sandhill Road. I understood how funding works, how to create a pitch deck, things like that, and. Did all of it, created a video, vision video and all because it was very hard to explain to people without a video. Like how would you explain metaverse in words? So that happened. And then we closed funding on 15th December, like we got the term sheet. And then another, I feel another three or four days Manish designed, I think 18th or some time tweet came up that I'm designing. And then we were uh, we were we started building because we had the term sheet already. Funding came in February, it takes some time to get the whole paperwork done. But we were Yeah, but we were going full throttle because also we had multiple term sheets. So we knew if one person backs out, we'll have other people backing us anyway. So that was it. I want to understand what product did you envisage? Why did you choose a Metaverse form factor? For Essentially, it's an EdTech product and you chose the form factor of Metaverse. So why did you choose the Metaverse form factor? And this is an audio podcast from You know, we can't show your demo video to people who are listening in, but just help people understand what was it that you were pitching to VCs? What was the vision? So first I'll explain why Metaverse, okay? Two reasons. One was a very personal reason. When I was teaching students and I've been teaching them for a very long time, I wanted that I would have my own college. And then when I walk on the roads of this college, people will say, good morning, sir, good evening, sir. Very childish dream, but a very honest dream. I am sharing on your podcast. So that was the dream, right? Over time, I did realize that one college will not solve problems for people, and then it would be more exclusive than inclusive, and just another I am problem. Don't want to get into that. And then the second thing which happened was when I was getting active on Twitter, and people would ask, "What's your unpopular opinion? What's the ill you would die on for?" And I would say, "Colleges are a waste of time." and Because I have not just time and more than time, I think it's money as well for a middle class student, right? And then people would come and say, but no, we got so much of networking done. We made lifetime friends. We had all the good memories. And I'm like, dude, you're paying for education. You're paying for your degree. You're not paying for all of this. These are like, it's like going to buy a soap and being happy with the packet of, right? Soap is not doing its job of cleaning. But then I, but also I realized another thing is that not everybody is a very, transactional person people make judgments based on their emotions and how they feel rather than what value they are getting in the roi thinking is not very strong with everyone i thought okay so people do need that community experience to feel included and to feel and the more i thought about it the more i realized that community works in education really well we have been a community educational piece for a very long time so you can't just say Sit out and read a book overnight and become a genius. Not everybody can do it, and it's okay. And then I started reading a lot of research papers on it. Read, by the way, a lot of research papers or research book, things like that. So I even published my research in Springer and got published. I got the best paper award there. That helped a lot, by the way, during the fundraise process. Like I would say, I have a published research. Oh, found. <laughs> 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 okay. So I had to send paper to a lot of my VCs actually. Here is the link, here is the paper because you will not pay $10 can be you. I know. <laughs> so here's the paper as well. As the author, I have the rights to distribute the paper. The copyright is between me and the stranger. Anyway, what what is the stranger thing? So IEEE stranger, these are like really good forums where if you, these are like where scientists publish paper. And if you publish a paper there, it, it holds a lot of value in everyone's eyes as it's not as good as holding a patent, but it's really good. And then if you win the best paper award there, then it's like next level, like you're, you're best in among the best kind of. Person, like. They're like the digital avatar of the journals, which is yes. quite point of time. Yeah, yeah, it's journal only. So journal is research paper. I think both have interchangeably these these words on you. With this old thought of having your own college, then there was this forced thought of, or you can call feedback in a nicer way, of craving a community space or a college life. And then there was this research, research which was backing it. All three came together and I thought, if we have to create a college, how will we create a college online? And and it was not metaverse. See, people have embodied experience in video games for a very long time. If you play a video game, you start feeling that person, right? You you start moving like that person. And if it's hurt, you feel hurt. So you have that embodied experience through an avatar. High engagement. High engagement, right? So that happens. So why don't not we take the same... I know I read the amazing research, by the way. I want to share this. People are spending more time on Roblox and Fortnite. Just socially bonding versus the time spent on Twitter and Instagram. Like people are just hanging out on Fortnite. And this is obviously during COVID. But it's still amazing, right? That you are hanging out in a 3D avatar while phone, video chat, or these are much more easier to do. But so basically you want your in-body experience there, right? So think of this metaverse as nothing but a game with your avatars moving around. But instead of shooting each other and slapping each other and hyping each other, you are basically helping each other study and complete your homework and running into these awesome conversations, which you run into college. You have this samosa stall. You have a place where you sit and watch every other people going and judging them. Right. So all of that you have in this whole metaverse in a 3D virtual space. And you can, as a game, you can access it through your phone, through your laptop. And we made it accessible through VR devices as well. I'm basically picturing something like the metaverse that was described in Snow So, how would the education happen in this? So, it's a virtual space where people can walk around, bump into other people, and exchange messages. It could be maybe text or voice or what, whatever. Yeah. Uh, how does the education happen? Similar to similar to anything else, like you have a classroom, you have a 3D classroom, and we have come up with some amazing concepts wherein if you start typing on your machine to take notes, it avatar would start taking notes in the 3D world mm-hmm. as well. So you like if you see everybody in your classroom taking notes, you would realize hey, maybe this is a noteworthy moment, right? And all those exclamations, or it, it like things need not be just on voice. You can have things like raising hand, clapping, questioning, all of those things. So I think those are the pieces. So education will happen again similar to a classroom. But I think more than the classroom experience, the key is in the uh, uh, outside classroom experience, no, after classroom experience, because that's what people go to college for. Nobody remembers this classroom from college. Sure, nobody does. But people remember what they did after the classroom and that's where metaverse shines more. Okay. And would you need like those 3D glasses or something like that? Yeah. Uh, so this is very much G, Fortnite blocks you can play it on any device you can use it on any device but if you have the vr device obviously the experience would be much better more immersive okay 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 got it okay so then we were at the stage where the deal got signed when he resigned tell me from there what happened so then we started building the team one of my friend left his job at microsoft he was going to google and i called him i basically convinced him to join us so he joined as the head of product and then we started building the product devs i had my own devs like an army of devs if everyone is hiding from me then who will i hide from obviously from me so we got high we got devs very quickly so we started building we got a design person and we got good response so students were also very excited about the whole alt mba route and that's how things were progressing Until a few things happened. So the initial idea was that we would just start this as a cohort, not get any funding or anything. Like first time I talked to Manish, that was the idea. We'll just start it as a cohort. Because you're taking money upfront. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just do that and we'll get going We'll see whether there's PMF or not. All of this funding happened. This basically was, as I said, it was unplanned. But also you should raise funds when you don't need the funds. It's always a good advice. So we raised funds then. So yeah, then so then that happened and then that conflict went on for a little longer than I expected. It was not getting resolved. So then I suggested that we don't do the course because this Mm -hmm. is not just I have been there, right? I have been I have paid money a high for a high-paid course and then got a shoddy delivery. So I was not able to bring myself to do that to someone. If someone has paid two lakh rupees, they are putting their four months on the line and we don't know whether the company will survive this conflict or not because it's been based. I wrote to everyone, all the stakeholders. And luckily after some discussions, everyone agreed on the same point that at this point of time, doing the course will only and only harm the students and not. So we canceled the course. Obviously there was outrage. I called all the students. I talked to them. I couldn't tell them all of this was happening because, of, because this was not resolved yet. So we did all of Although that. this was out in the news. there was No, that, that came I mean, out, many out in 10, 12 days later. Uh, okay. Once you started writing to the students, there, that would have triggered. No, once I wrote to the in, all the investors, like we were talking to all the named investors when I wrote to all the angel investors, that got it out in the news. And the day I took the chart, the first thing I did was reinstate the badge, which was not uh, delivered, and start teaching them for free. I'm like, we have heard you enough. Give us a chance to mend it. And you're in Japan right now, right? You know what Ken Subhi is. So... Named the batch Kintsugi. I told them that I know that. I don't know Kintsugi. Sorry. (laughs) So Kintsugi is a Japanese tradition which talks about broken pieces. How when you mend broken pieces with gold, it becomes even beautiful. So I talked to all the students. I said, hey, this was what was going on. You, You heard it all on news. You saw it all on news. So I don't need to lie to you anymore. And I'm really sorry that you put your trust in the wrong person. And give me a chance to correct it. And students are, I think students and your elder brother and younger brothers and sisters are always the kindest. They realize that if it's okay. So they, they said, okay, brother. okay. We, we were all very emotional. I'm like, Sorry, and they're like, okay, brother. it's fine. Uh, let's study. So they are, the batch is still going on. The Kintsugi batch is still going on. We are teaching them. They're creating proof of word. All of that is is on. Meanwhile, but th- this, this batch is in the metaverse environment or that metaverse environment is still under development. This batch is not in the metaverse environment. The next batch, which we started to yesterday, is in the metaverse environment. So even this batch will get metaverse environment because as I'm coming to the next point is we also had to figure out what we want to do from here, right? Yes, starting the batch was one thing, but do we go back to 2 lakh rupees? 60 students, a batch again. And and this time it was me who has to make those decisions, right? Because I'm in the driving seat now. So I did a lot of soul searching and some of my angels and VCs, they really helped. And what came up was that I left my job to make education more accessible for more people, right? So two lakh rupees and 60,000 is definitely something which is not working out. So why go down the same path? You had got a task to reset, maybe reset. So I then talked to my VCs and I told them that we are going to be more accessible in pricing. And after a little bit of discussions, they also agreed. They're like, yeah, it's your company and it's your vision. And we can only advise you, you are the right person to take the call. And one good to magic, right? Where your heart is, magic will happen there. So that's what I thought about to make it much more accessible. They were also on board to making it more accessible. So that this batch, the batch which we started yesterday, not started basically open admissions yesterday. This batch is completely free. Um eight month course in finance specialization. But I'll come to how this has happened. So I talked to my VC. I told him, Hey, boss, see, we want to solve this problem and until and still with also rumors, you could do another fundraising or what. Or you would do more marketing there is a brand who brand has got damaged. So you should do more marketing and things like that. And I told everyone ki dekho, very clearly. Okay. We I left my job to because I love my job. Okay. So I left my job to solve a problem, not to become a unicorn, not to raise funds. All of this are like so my fundraising philosophy is ki fundraising is like getting petrol in your vehicle. Right, that is needed to go to the next destination. But the next destination should not be the next petrol bunk. It should be where you want to go. Right. So I I told him clearly that boss, there is no fundraising, and I'm not going to do anything. We have enough money right now. We have 24 months plus runway. So let's solve the problem. How much have you raised till now? we raise five million? Right. And out of that, some money came here, some money came there. So. It's still in the mix, but we raised significant amount. We have significant amount in our bank as well. Right. So I told them that we don't need to raise any, any more any soon. And let's, let me focus only and only on solving the problem that like whether the course and the metaversity is solving this problem at scale. Right. So everyone agreed. And then we talked more and came up that, Hey, if we want to find BMS, we should do more batches and more quickly so that we get early feedback on how the sessions are happening also we decided that we won't go the alt mba route alt mba is a very generalist route and generalist routes work good for top tier colleges because you're getting into a google you're getting into microsoft you can be a programmer and you can then learn whether you want to be a web developer or something else or data analyst or whatever. same way in iim you can Decide later whether you want to be a product person or a salesperson or a marketing person or anything else. But the lower level jobs, they need specialists. And what we see is that there are tons of lower-level jobs, but there are very few these higher-level generalist jobs. Like one person jobs are like generalist jobs. But because those make the news, we hear a lot about it, right? You know, like they, the one crore package, 10 crore package. So those make the news. But if you see, if you talk to people who are getting these outsourcing jobs from U.S. to India or Europe to India. We are getting a lot of business analyst roles. We're getting a lot of finance analyst roles. We're getting a lot of marketing roles, product management roles, right? So we said we will focus only on these roles. Like we don't want to teach HR and operations and strategy. right? He's like a 21-year-old kid. So we said we'll do only one, but we'll do it really well. We'll go deep versus going wide. And then we'll place them in the right places. So our whole strategy basically took a 180 and we said, A will not do generalist, B will be more inclusive than exclusive, and C will do more batches to get more feedback rather than doing one batch perfect. So more like a software engineer approach to things. Agile methodology, send the code there, let people do the bug bash. <laughs> and let them report bugs. So that's what we said. And also another thing which I did was we grew to 50 people company very soon. We, used, we closed funding in February That that's when we were in the news. And by April, we had 50 people, right? And I said, and that was another thing which we were becoming too corporate too early, right? A seed stage company should feel like a seed stage company, right? And I would say luckily or unluckily, by the time I assumed command due to the cost cutting which was happening, already 40 folks, 35 folks were asked to leave. So I got a 15-people team and I said, this team looks good to me. I don't need to hire anymore, which basically gives me even bigger runway to run and figure out the problem. So these are some of the core changes which has happened in the past 60 days since I took command and CEO. So it's been a taunting journey. Okay. So this batch one was originally supposed to be Alt-MBA, yeah. but what did you run it as? No, that we ran it as like Alt-MBA only. So th- that... And out because we had teachers oh. you were not really comfortable in that okay so initially when i thought manish will teach that time we didn't have all the funds and all the pomp and show so we were like like i taught the whole web or the programming cohort. manish would teach the whole cohort right sure. but then when we got the funding and everything we signed up other teachers as well for every specific topic so those teachers were in contract with within vac and then, and these were really nice teachers also. So when I reached out to them after taking over, I said, students are still there. Company is still there. Your course is prepared. You want to teach, right? And they're like, yeah, why not? Let's teach. And so they did teach. So It's a more like a generalist all time view piece except Because again, this was on first day I took command. I said, let's not wait on this. It will figure itself out and investors will figure themselves out. But students have lost a month because of my mistake. 18 days because of my mistake and the agony which they went through is just unneeded right so i said they have already lost enough let's get them in and let's start pitching them before before i assumed command i'd already talked to these students i told them when things went into news they realized things were not hunky-dory so i talked to them and i said see yes i said i told them very clearly i remember that i don't know whether i'll get to run the company or not at this point of time but if i get to run this company your batch will run and if I don't get to run this company, your batch will still run. I will hire the teachers. I will ask the teachers. I have my own contacts and friends, but your batch will run. So irrespective of that. So Kinsugi server, which where we teach, Kinsugi server was made, I think, five, six years before I assumed command. It's just that I made it official the moment, the moment I became a CEO and then teachers joined him quickly. That's right. Yeah, okay. But what kind of jobs would these would batch one cohort one get? Because they're not doing any specific specialization. That's like a generalist introduction to management. But they would get the generalist jobs. There are enough chief of staff, founder office. These kind of jobs are enough there. And this is also a very small batch. So I wouldn't have problem. But these are also, as I say, when we think about scale, these are very less, very few. You don't have a lot of founder office jobs. This batch I can place easily because I have those connects. But the next batch, yeah, but the next batch or tens of thousands so of people, it would be hard to place. That's why we shifted, we pivoted that to a newer strategy. And this batch you taught for free, you didn't take anything yeah, from yeah. them. And this cohort too, which is uh, in eight months, this is what we are calling okay. freedom band. First was Kinsugi freedom because okay. it's okay. starting on 15th yeah. August. And I, I have been, yeah. as I've been telling about my story, I strongly believe that good education should not be dependent on whether you have money, whether you have access to tier city mm. colleges because a lot of people they don't do really good in 10th or 12th or in iitj preparation and they don't get into the best of the colleges of, right why this I, I that's a very strong theory so i saying i'm saying should be removed education should be freed from these shackles and this batch is again free of cost for the next 8 months people can come in and they do and good thing is that this time very interesting. I don't know if it's interesting for the listeners. A lot of people said, Kitsu batch me to because they were, they, those were the kids who were dependent on you, right? They they just came. But there is a lot of PR damage which has happened and people have lost trust in you. And I said, no, if you solve the right problem and if you are genuine, people can sense that intent, right? So this time, I did not do any marketing on LinkedIn. I have a lot of followers on LinkedIn. A lot of followers on Twitter and everywhere else. Only we have one Invact community cha- channel on Telegram, which had 2,500 people. And only on that, I said, 7 p.m., we will open the admissions. And we have only 300 limited seats. So be ready tonight. Okay. At 7 p.m., we opened the admission. And in one minute, we crashed the server. We got 100 people in. So we had to create a new new link to get another 100 people. When we crash it in five minutes. Then we have to open another link. So within 28 minutes, we had our students and admissions were closed for everyone. So this is for any entrepreneur who is listening. I just want to say what was told to me. There were a lot of people who told me that leave in VAC There's enough PR damage done. It's very hard to rebuild something which has lost, you know, trust and PR. And then there was one person a Paris who told me that if you care about the problem enough, people care about your solution. They don't care about anything else. They can sense the intent. Just go through it and you will do it. And I'm happy that I took that advice. And and that's why the first and the second batch could happen very well. Perseverance wins. What What are you teaching in the second batch? What is it on? This is finance specialization. This is for equity research field. So there's a lot of work coming in India for equity research actually. And during COVID, people showed that everything can be done online. So I have this very strong theory. I want to share this with you is that India was the BPO capital at one point of time. It will become BPO capital right? because we were English speaking country. Then we became IT services hub. We are IT services hub right now. Then now in the previous past, past five years, you see, we have also become product capital. So a lot of companies have opened their huge product Building like Microsoft, Google, they have huge, they have huge offices here. Earlier, this used to be a satellite office. You would get some people, whoever does well, they go to US. Now people are moving from US to India to launch products here. Like I have built teams here in India, right? I have built Outlook here in India. So it became product hub as well. And we need definitely need more programmers for that. What I feel is you will also become knowledge worker hub in the coming five to ten years time, all your business analytics job, all your product job, all your marketing job, all your research job, all your finance job, everything will come to India. We will, the next revolution, which is going to happen, is going to happen of these knowledge workings. And I strongly feel that INVAC will play a big role in creating that revolution. Okay, got it. So this would be like a CFA equivalent kind of a course. Of course, yes. And, and this and is this more is on equity recents. CFA, okay. CFA is a little bit on accounting as well. This is mm-hmm. more on equity mm-hmm. And no, this is not full-time. I have made that mistake. Never going to do that again. Mm-hmm. No, don't leave your jobs for anyone telling you on the internet to quit mm-hmm. your job. <laughs> <for your laughs> <board. laughs> <laughs> so, I learned that. You see, when you make mistakes, people have taken a bet on me, Tane Pratap. Most of the followers came to Taneh Bhaiya. So I kept thinking when this was all going down, I kept thinking, Yar, ye kya how can I make such a mistake? And the mistake I made was people took a bet on me, but I did not take a bet on myself. I took a bet on another person. I should have taken the bet on myself. That's why thing. learning thi ki, never again anything else than CEO, nahi hai. CEO hi hai. And I used to tell this to, but I'll be the CEO of that company. I'll, I will not take bet on other people. People take bet on me, I'll take bet on myself. If everybody's taking bet on Tanevita, it's good. The Tanevita should not take bet on a different person. So that was the learning in a full-time. It's a hard for students, right? When things fall, it just falls really bad. So we are not doing full-time. This is a part-time course. As just concluding the thought that when you fail, if you learn something from it, it's called an experience. If you don't learn anything from it, you are doomed to fail again. So those were my learnings. Don't do full-time courses again. Don't ask people to risk so much on just one bit of thing which you are producing. How will you make money? You're doing a free oh, course. Money is easy to make. Yeah, But you've enrolled 300 kids. There will be an eight-month investment in teaching them. How will you make money? We will not make money out of this batch for sure. Uh, we want to perfect the product first. Right? We will not charge for the course, right? I think there will be newer business models coming in. I think it will surface with time. There could be different kinds of business models in this as well. There could be more access to more mentors or access to more interview preps where you have a different cost, right? This course will be Metaverse and things will work automatically. We will have a community management, which will cost something, but not too much compared to what. 3 students pay. I think we can, the vision is to keep it accessible, right? And the genius is to solve it for that. So I think business models will emerge. But from what I'm thinking right now is access to more premium, I would say, or value-added services would be the business model at scale. But right now, what we are focused on is solving the problem first. Can an eight-month course land people into an equity research job? That's the bigger question to solve okay. right now. And this course would be? Would you have live classes and all of that, or it would be like a prepared curriculum they go through and like a complete journey which is mapped out for them with very little live inputs? No, there are a lot of live inputs. We will have live classes for this course because again we are figuring out, it, figuring it out. But at scale, we will not have live classes. That's to keep the cost low overall. But there would be a lot of live input. There would be proof of work, which we call craft craft reviews, there would be doubt clearing sessions, there would be interview preparations, there would be resume polish, all of that, your community engagement sessions, which community managers would run, live interactions with mentors, all of that will happen, even in this course and even in future courses. But that would be marginal cost. The bigger cost which I figured out was in live teaching, right? And that we can, if we reduce that cost, we can make the course virtually free, not if not cheap, virtually free. But and we can figure out a business model in value added services. If you like the interview prep service and we are providing you two, two to each, you can buy five more and that would be helpful. If you are, if you want an accountability partner, you can have a personal accountability partner as well, which would cost something to the company and adding some charge, it would make some revenue there. So I think at scale, these things are easier to figure out. In India, I feel, and this is my understanding of the, of this market is that students know, they don't shy away from pain. They don't have, like most of the ethics have this CAC problem. The CAC problem is because you have not established trust, right? If you establish trust, and I have seen this myself, right? People pay 2 lakh rupees just on my name. 60 people, 1.2 crore revenue we made without showing the product, without having all of it, we just, so the trust needs to be built. And I think once the product comes up, people realize, hey, this is a great product. This is a great part. There's one problem I see in offering a free course, which is the student doesn't have skin in the game. Right. So you would get frivolous enrollment and yeah. that enrollment would be at the cost of a more serious student. So money is one way to weed out frivolous uh, enrollments. And so two, two things here, actually. I think students are not frivolous or endowments are not frivolous. It's just that the promise and delivery do not match, right? So keeping someone in the class because they have paid money. I don't think that's the right thing. Netflix doesn't pay you to watch content. You pay to watch Netflix content because it's entertaining. It's interesting. So the key here is, and I have taught six hours. I tweeted this long time back that my biggest competitor is Netflix. I have taught six hour long classes. And students have done those six-hour-long classes. It's your job as a teacher, as an educator, to deliver things which grasp the student's attention and also deliver value, not just attention. Like a joker can also do that. But a teacher has an even bigger job. So just with the money, I think this is a skill in the game thing. That kid is coming to get a job. How much more skill in the game can that be? Like someone is depending their career on your course. That is the biggest skill in the game. And if they can't do it because of some genuine reason, something has happened or some exam has come, something has happened, they should be able to drop off and join another cohort. right? Why not? So this is the first part of the question. Second question was that it's taking someone's seat. Only now, right? Only now we have 300 limited seats. But at scale, this won't be seat limited. At scale, anybody can come anytime. Think of what's a better analogy. Think of government exam aspirants in this country. Three, four crore people are preparing for government exams at any point of time. They fail one year, they fail two years, they fail three years. Fine. Fourth year, they will try and fail again. The problem, the only problem with this model, the government exam model is that even if you fail four years, you have nothing to show for it. But if at in you fail for fourth cohort, you will have proof of work to show for it. You're like, hey, I was not able to do complete, but I have done so much and see my marketing plan, see my SWOT analysis, see my best, see my that, Right. So my thinking is that, why penalize the students for teachers' incompetence? Mm-hmm. So if teachers are 75% attendance, fee, do investigate This is what I, I have faced. And if I'm revolutionizing education, if I'm doing the same thing again with the students to get, it's what Einstein says, right? If you do the same thing and, and expect different results, you are nothing but a fool, right? So... I don't want to be that fool. I'm calling myself a genius all this while. So why do the same thing? I think if people drop off, it's very natural. We shouldn't be worried about if Our win, our North Star metric as a company, since I've taken over, I've defined this, is how many proof of works, how many crafts have been created. I don't care if the student is watching my video, if they're coming to my class. Why would I care? If someone is writing an excellent business plan, I can recommend that person to someone as a founder of his job. My job is done. I don't care. So my thing is drop if you want to drop. I don't mind. Come to the next class because this is the road. If you want to walk from other parts, maybe Martha meaning him, maybe Nangaling. But in this way, I'm ensuring that there's enough done for you and you can come anytime. We are always open. You are always welcome. And what do you think about the income share agreement? There is a couple of startups like Sunstone and a couple of these who do the Income share agreement. They give you the education for free and take a share from your salary. Like that could I be also, one way. I have very strong opinions on this. And this was asked through VCs also. So I have two opinions very strong on this. One is that why I think ISA is unfair is because it's unfair to the student. If a student is doing a better job, then the student sitting next to that student, if A is doing a better job, than B... The teacher has not put more effort on A than B, right? Teacher is still the same effort has been put, but A has to pay more than B, B because he enough shared enough. a better salary. Okay. okay. So we are you This is unfair, right? You should not penalize people for being passionate about something. You should not penalize passion, right? So I think that's the, that's my bigger problem with it. The second problem, which I told many of tech founders in in this, in I keep talking to people about these things. Like, I have a strong opinions around education, so people also want to listen. So, the second problem is that if you want to do income share agreement, you have to filter on the input. If you filter on the input, your CAC will always go high. Okay, because, because you, you need 1,000 applications so that you can choose her words. Exactly, because you're underwriting their success. Your success is dependent on their success. So you will get very few people. Now, these few people already have the intent. These few people already had hardworking capacity. They would, they will think, Arey, why would I pay five lakh rupees to someone? I'll succeed myself. The only thing ISA supports, it's not education. It's access asymmetry. ISA has access to these, these companies, which would shortlist their resumes. So this access asymmetry is what they're capitalizing on. And the moment students understand this, they're so like, "Why would I give my money to some? I I'll try from outside there anyway." But the problem is also of the CAC. So you have to always charge very high to sustain course, sustain your your company. And the more you charge high because of your CAC, the more students would want to walk away from that. So I think as a business model, yes, it's working, but it's working in the top one percent pot, and the rest ninety nine percent see is nobody's fishing there, I think. And I think that's a great business opportunity for anyone because in this top 1%, there are like 10 ISA models putting their hook and it's a very small pond, so you will exhaust it very quickly. And also people would realize very soon that there's nothing special there for the cost. And they are realizing that. It's not like people are not. And then they would move away from these pieces. Okay. So what's on your roadmap? You lost this course on finance. What else is there on the roadmap? So next is the business analytics course is what we are going to launch, and then then the focus is completely on PMF right now. What I have done previously as well is I obsess with student success, right? If after every class, I will call everyone in a virtual meeting. I will ask them what went wrong, take all of their feedback, note it down, say okay next time these are the things we have agreed we will not do. Why are you not doing group of work? Where are you getting stuck? Break those group of work into smaller pieces. Create help sessions. So you have to basically get very involved. Like people think, and I am typing this today, that people think that product is software, but product is not software. Product is the pain which you are solving, right? It's a painkiller. Product is a painkiller. And that is what students are, students want someone who would take their feedback very regularly and then improve products. I think for the next three to six months, that's my exact focus is on Figuring out the product really well, and little bits on how to do the messaging piece, how to do the people piece. Those are parts of running a company and scaling it later. But I think until we have strong early signs of PMs, there nothing, there's nothing in the roadmap. That's all. And I talked to a few of the investors. They called me after after this exit, which happened. What's your What are your funding plans, and when is that in the roadmap? And I said, See, until I solve the problem, I'm not going to get come for the fundraise because. If the problem is not solved, more money is not going to solve the problem. Problem. And if the problem is getting solved, it's easier to then get the money in, right? So it makes no sense. So they were taken aback. Will you still have cohorts, say, one year down the line? Will it still be a cohort-based program? Because you want to have unlimited access, like anybody who wants to join can join. Will they still have to join on specific dates? Or will it be like you just join and start your journey? I think this will be at scale again. We are talking about it is this would be very much like a PUBG or a Fortnite. So you would wait till 100 people join in and then 100 people play on the same map. Similarly, you will wait till 25 people join in. Those 25 people will become a cohort. And now when the 10 people do the exercises and the 50 people for some very right reasons are left behind, these 10 and the other 10 will become the next level cohort and then this cohort keeps moving right after every module. So if at any point of time, you have a community you have people to help you out and you have more and more people who are moving towards more more like higher modules higher levels and also you are not waiting for a fixed date or you know your seats to be filled to get started you do as a company i don't have the pressure to call karo kisi tarah such karo jhoot becho because we don't need to worry about that so you are really like doing proper gamification of education even from your revenue model you can just join in, and then there is in-game purchases, the way you have. So similar, exactly. Stuff. See, all my life, I have felt that education. नहीं I think education is a bad word for this, but learning is like a game, right? It's so rewarding when you learn something. Any small thing you learn, you're like देखो देखो, मैसिका. But the the way to show that, I feel that learning has been like the most rewarding experience. This is why programming feels so rewarding because it's like a game. You get bugs. And you solve the bugs and you get the result. I think the good thing about learning is when you create something, you have something to show off. We have built, you go through my vision statement, we have not published it on the website, but the vision is that when a student wakes up, shouldn't, she shouldn't feel, Need to go to school, need to go to college, need to go to nail. want to go. Oh my God, this is another day. The joy of learning is just so much more than anything else. And I strongly feel that that's missing. So that's why the whole gamification piece of learning. But the idea is that people should have fun learning. And it, and games are, why, why games work? There is a lot of learning in the games. But why games work is at one point of time, you have to only learn to deal with few variables. And then they keep increasing the levels. Very slowly, the numbers of variables increase. But if it's easier, then you it feels like a game. It feels like a walk. It feels like learning is joyful. I think that's what's missing in learning, in education. And that's what we want to bring back overall. Okay. So, uh, then we're catching up after a couple of months since uh, the conversation which the listeners just heard. Um, you know, you, you spoke of a certain direction you wanted to go and build a product which is... Uh, free for most users and there are certain paid elements of it with a metaverse kind of an experience so so that there is that feeling of a virtual campus and building relationships Uh, uh, you know uh, tell me what how things have panned out since we last spoke Uh, what direction have you gone in what have you learned so far what has worked what has not worked so one thing which uh, mostly it's the same Uh, we still have metaverse we still have Uh, that serendipity angle we have the community feature i think when we talked last we talked about that in fact needs to be standing on two pieces uh, craft and community we still have both craft is our application based learning you know create and learn um, Hmm. and community is our metaverse piece so both both things are there. how does metaverse work does it uh, need like a vr headset or No, no no it's it's it It works on VR devices as well, but what we have built it, we have built it for India. In India, people are not going to buy a thirty thousand rupees uh, VR device. But on laptops, even on thirty k laptops, it works beautifully well, and it works on web-based browser-based. So you don't have to download like one GB files and all of that. So and the whole metaverse is like ten MB, so you don't have to download a lot of stuff. So it's it's like a, a Zoom meeting, but in 3D Metaverse space, so people who play games, they relate to it a lot, like every time we, so we have done like multiple batches now, and every batch when they get metaversity access, they're like, wow. And yesterday also the same thing was happening on Twitter. Like this is something which we haven't thought about before. This is so new uh, in education. So that's that's how Metaverse is going right now. My kid is a big fan of Roblox. Uh, I'm assuming this experience would be something like that. Yeah, yeah, it is something like Roblox, a little bit more high definition than Roblox, hmm. but similar to that. Hmm. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, so uh, that remains uh, as what we discussed. Uh, you had also said that uh, you will uh, take in students with a free enrollment. Uh, so has that remained as the. Yeah, we have done around, uh, we have processed around 700 students by now all of them came through a rigorous admission process and all the batches which we did are free because we are in product development phase right now Uh, we're still we have completed the phase one of it the phase two is going on i think for the next four to six months that development will happen since we have a lot of runway we can do all of this without worrying too much and once that's done then we'll start thinking about the monetization phases but right now all the batches are running free Amazing, amazing. Um, What is the difference between Phase 1 and Phase 2? What are you going to do in Phase 2? Yeah, sounds very much like Kevin Feige, Phase 1, Phase 2, like there's an (laughs) MCU plan. (laughs) 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 Phase 4 of MCU, (laughs) Marvel (laughs) Cinematic Universe. So so what we are doing is, what we are trying to do is... uh, We identified a niche. So last we talked, we were talking still about MBA, but then we identified a niche. We also realized that, you know, specialist demand is higher than generalist demand at the bottom of the pyramid. At the top of the pyramid, the McKinsey's and the MBB's needs generalist more. But at 25,000 rupees per month, at 5 lakh rupees a year, um, you need specialist more. Like you need people who can do financial analysis, credit research, banking, corporate finance. All these people need to be specialists first. So we identified a niche, a very big niche of finance, which is unserved because you see all the courses there are are on digital marketing mostly. And there's this new trend on Twitter on product management. But these job openings are much less compared to these KPO job openings of, I mean, the number of jobs KPOs offer in the analyst reason, the financial tre- research analyst, research analyst, business analyst, all those pieces. So we identified that and we doubled down on it and that's where we defined the course into three phases. So the first phase was, can we take a complete beginner and make them understand financial concepts, make them do a little bit of financial modeling, uh, make them understand what an income statement is, can they do forecasting and all of that. So those that first phase took multiple iterations because when you take a noob, when you take a complete noob and also not the smartest uh the one the two percent crowd then you start realizing that you know it's not that obvious and there's a real test in time because they have to apply and create like 10 excel sheets right so they can't just watch a video and say yeah yeah i think i know like you have to apply it and then we will know whether you know or not so, that took like three three to four months. So, it took three iterations, uh, three batches. But then we started getting good results there. Then we created the phase two wherein hey now you know finance can you now become an expert a professional in finance and that could be something similar to doing a master's in finance only where you now understand balance sheet now you understand you already understood income statement now you understand cash flow cogs how all of these things work together and then create you know uh, bigger models once that is done which is phase two in phase three we start training them and that would be a 6 week phase 3 uh, we would start training them for specific very niche requirements like if you want to go into equity research here learn dcf and other valuation techniques if you want to go in credit if you want to go in banking all of these pieces will will start getting into those pieces later but before that for this uh, 6 week which was the initial one and the 24 week which is phase 2 you will just do a lot of Excel, a lot of finance, a lot of business environment, because people, like, when you get into business, you don't know a lot of terms, and a bit, a bit uh, this, that, you know, what's a board, what's an IPO, even I, even I learned a lot in the past few months. So, you, you understand all those terms, you understand how companies perform, how their performances are evaluated, and then you also have to learn how to communicate, because English is medium of medium of instruction but also you need to prepare PPTs and then talks and reports all of those pieces so that's the that's a comprehensive piece we are in our phase two of uh, product development right now amazing okay so uh, so far people have gone through phase one which is like say a finance 101 Yeah. and uh, now these batches will enroll into the phase two which is like a specialization where they will choose which specific area they want to Uh, So, so far, these are not yet employable, the people who've come out of phase one. No, no, no. So that's uh, just to clarify that specialization would be phase three. Phase two is just becoming much better in finance. And so phase two is already started. It started in January. We are eight weeks into it and we are seeing great results for that batch as well. So once phase two completes, they would be employable, but we would want them to go through phase three as well. And because one thing which we realized is, A lot of people get their first job in finance but then they struggle once they want to grow in that role because if you're doing the same road thing every day you'll be good in five months three three to five months time but then how will you grow in that role so we don't want to get students just their foot in the door we also want them to succeed two years three years down the line so for that i think you know the last 10 week stretch would be immensely useful we showed our we showed our work to uh, some of, some of our hiring partners, you know, and they were quite amazed even with the first 15-16 weeks of work which our students have done. They're like, this is more than what we hire for. Like people from, uh, I, and I, you know, one great um, uh, insight which I got is that I usually used to think that engineering colleges don't teach. I realized that no colleges in India teach. So even <laughs> Even commerce graduates have the same story. Kuch nahi we don't know anything. We just pass exams. We just go for BCom, MBA, something, but yeah. So even MCOM, I talked to like pr- past eight months, I've talked to so many students. Everyone has the same story. M-com kar liya, rithi, shadi kara denge to. <laughs> so all of those stories, what we I realized is like, it's the same story as engineering. You go to a college, you get a degree but you don't get skills. And for the skills, you need something like uh, Invact. And that's where we are positioning ourselves. And uh, do 100% of students who complete phase one move on to phase two? Uh, Or do some people drop out? Or do you ask some people to drop out? We don't ask anyone to drop out. We actually want people like people who... Uh, came for the first batch and then couldn't complete the first batch. We asked him to come to second batch and then third batch. And this is something which in in our culture, in our company also we want to inculcate is that there's no such thing as failures. There's just retry. And it's okay if it takes more than one trial to for you because you don't have to be the smartest person. You just need to have enough trials left in you, Right. So, uh, if you drop, it's fine. Come back again. Sometimes you say, I was not able to understand it previously. Or I was busy with something. i like, Koi baat Fir se Fir se Ek bar aur Because it's a 40-year career. See, my thing is, it's a 40-year career. Four months here, six months there. One year here, two years there. It doesn't matter at all. At, but until I feel it, until the team feels it, until the teachers feel it, students won't feel it. Because students have Even if you are losing 10 marks, you are losing something. Hmm. Right. Hmm. 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 okay but but there's no voluntary dropout like people lose interests and drop out that, that, that also yeah. happens uh, a okay. few people i i remember this uh second phase two around five people didn't join the phase two they're like we learned a lot but now we are into a different career path and that's why we want to you know not go deep into finance right now like, hmm. yeah, fine. Go ahead. So and that's like a single-digit percentage, very low number. Single-digit percentage. Yeah, yeah, very low, very low. Okay, okay. okay. got it. So, uh, you know, this uh, monetization is still something I'm curious about. on how will you do that? And, uh, you know, so when we spoke six months back, there was no such concept of a funding winter. Uh, and where uh, for someone, for a founder to say, I will figure out monetization later was completely acceptable. Uh, today... Uh, in today's environment, you know, this is the question which everyone is asking. How will you monetize? How will you become sustaining? How will you be profitable? I think I, I think let's analyze why this question is coming or where this question is coming from in this uh, funding winter, right? Every business which was built before was built on a very high cap model and a very high burn model, right? So, if you see the, the edtech giants of today, why they are struggling is because they had a very high CAC and a very high burn model and inside sales team and all of that, right? We have processed 600 students. We are going to grow to 5,000 students in the next six months. Our CAC is virtually zero right now. Wow. Okay. You, right. And, and this 600, you've processed uh, would have been out of a certain bigger number, which would have shown interest. Like yeah, It would. It, it was around three thousand people who showed interest. Like who actually signed right. the form? Did mm-hmm. one POW? Did two POW? Then some people dropped off. Then some people couldn't mm-hmm. come in. So you know. So it's it's very huge number which came and then and so uh, your selection and, process is uh, like they need to show proof of work like they need to submit some assignment uh, no no we, start- we we basically give them like five videos uh, three excel and two ppts and they have to create those excel and ppts and those are like very basic ones but you need to one other thing which i uh, which we keep saying here is intent is not creativity we want to test for intent and not for creativity because our tg doesn't have creativity creativity comes with time and with confidence. And my TG doesn't have it. And I'm not going to penalize them for not having it. So intent. So you need to spend around 20 hours to complete those five exercises. But that shows very high degree of intent. So Some people come and then. And so, so zero CAC there. And then our team is very small. So we are a 10 plus two people team. Our burn is very low. So we have um, around 18, 20 months of burn still left, right? And so if if you are a low CAC, low burn model, and the next thing is we also, when we talk about scale, we should also talk about, will the CAC increase five years down the line? Because a VC is not buying into today, it's buying into a five-year valuation, right? So let me just touch upon that. The other problem with current edtech companies have is A, their CAC is high b uh, their burn is high c the bigger problem is even the delivery costs are high right so if you put a live teacher and if you have to teach live every batch and you have to fill at least 100 people batch to go to the next batch then your costs increase suddenly right you need so many teachers what we also did and that's what i was saying that some leap of faith assumptions are now validated and i'm so happy about it the past two batches of 200 plus people are now running totally automated on recorded lectures and still have amazing completion numbers. Like the numbers will just blow your mind. Like, <laughs> right? So, so now that now that the the cost is low, the CAC is low, uh, the burn is low, we can we can scale and we can fin- figure out monetization when we want to figure it out, right? So, when this is a different story than what story EdTech has been telling for a very long time. Like, no, you have to have live classes. You have to have high CACs. You have to have high burn. You need 400 people inside sales team to, and this all happened. And I I want to just take one more minute. Akshay, this all happened because we don't miss sell. And we always, always, always double down on product. You don't know how many hours, countless hours and sleepless nights me and my team have spent to create this product, which Gives which generates this trust, you know. Education is a game of trust, and people forget about that. And I think you know, uh, some celebrity, some Shahrukh Khan, some Dhoni, someone will come and you will just borrow that trust. It does not work like that. The trust model. is See Physics wala Physics wala does not need any celebrity. There's high degree of trust. There's high degree of distribution built in, and then that's why when you see Physics wala model, you will see similarities between PW's model and my model because. And there also economies of scale kick in because one person teaching live is teaching 10,000 students. You don't have like 50, 50 or 100, 100 people batch. So that's that's where I think. And because Physicswalla is doing great, I think my prospects as a seed stage startup is also going to be great. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I uh, just wanted to comment on the enrollment process and I absolutely love it because... I always found, you know, I I did an MBA myself from one of the premier B schools and that whole process of performing in a group discussion and performing in an interview is so superficial, Uh, you know, it in no way, I mean, it doesn't really test what you have inside you. How much do you know? How intelligent are you? How analytical are you? None of those things get tested in that kind of a process. Whereas the process which you've built, where you tell them, learn this, apply this, show me proof, is such a a significantly improved way to enroll students. So I love that. Um, I, uh, you know, traditional wisdom is that uh, these self based courses, the uh, Udemy-style courses have very poor completion rates. Uh, How did you... Crack this problem where your self-based learning course has such a high completion rate? I think multiple things. There is no easy answer to this. Uh, One thing is when we double down on what is our product, I think our product is a promise of an option that, hey, you have been learning horizontally all your life and things haven't worked out. You know a little bit of this, a little bit of that and you don't have confidence. A 60% student is also passed, a 90% student is also passed, so you don't know who's competent, who's not. So we took a different model, right? We went vertically. We said, you need to create a stack. So until you know income statement, you won't be graduated to balance sheet. Until you know balance sheet, you won't be graduated to, you know, revenue you won't be graduated and you have won't be able to build your stack and until you know all of this you won't know analysis forecasting all of this right so i think that approach helped a lot because students also started enjoying because this now becomes craft instead of knowledge when you start creating you start enjoying it and this is very much like you know uh, painting or anything else like programming is nearest to me so the more you start programming and you start creating stuff you start modeling stuff you start realizing oh there's another superpower here if i learn this i can I can do more, so I think going deep is something so, uh, so 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 natural to us humans that we in start enjoying this. And I think deep work talks a lot about it, and that's where I took the inspiration from of craftsmanship. And that worked. The other thing which worked was messaging. You know, people realize that we are not misselling. We tell them if you complete this, then you get a job. Then we take you to the hiring partner. Right? There's no magic bullet here so people realize this is a serious game not here to missell a third thing which worked was the community angle so i always said craft plus community even though courses are self paced there is a sense of a batch a sense of a movement if you have doubts you have doubt clearing sessions every week if you have uh, um, you have community fun sessions every week so there is a sense of movement together and there's a positive FOMO happening with it right and this craft plus community plus I would say the whole whole approach of going deep in your craft, going along with a community, and and having that serious messaging. I think that people uh, uh, people discount messaging a lot, but as I said before, education is a game of trust. Until you build trust, your student will not perform. It's very much like gym, right? You, you can say anything, but until the person goes and does 10 burpees and 20 push-ups, the muscles will not form. And the only way to do that is you build that trust and you motivate them to do. I think mm. that has worked tremendously well for us in the past few months. Mm, amazing. Okay. So, like when they are uh, doing, like watching the videos and then attempting the assignments and, uh, you know, building their craft. So this is done like they are connected on a platform where they can interact with other students and yeah. ask each other uh, yeah. that. Did you understand this? Or I got stuck here, and so 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 this happens like at the same time. Like this is like yep. a concurrent, okay. concurrent thing, and you can always get onto the metaversity, and then you will see people are studying there. There are study groups there, so you join those study groups as well. So all of those pieces, and sometimes you know you find teacher roaming around in metaverse, and then like sir Prashant sir, a Prashant sir, Oh, wo wala samajh nahi So even though medium of Instruction is English. People talk in Hindi. People talk on chats all the time. And then when you complete your proof of work, you share it. So once you complete proof of work, you share it. I have done this. I got my this uh, evaluated and other people start doing it. Bhai, mujah, bata de. Tell me as well. You know, can you jump on a call? I am struggling with this. So all of that, I think that movement together gives you a sense of a live class because In general, in a live class, you are just listening to what teacher is saying. And I think live is also buggy for, for my teaching. I just, I'll spend like two minutes time. Live has a problem. Live, you cannot go back, right? If you did not understand what was said previously, you cannot go back. And that's why then you have to raise hands and you have to ask in front of everyone. Right? So I think doubts are also bug. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just breaking this like a programmer because that's how I think in my mind. But I think doubts are also like bugs. And what we did is first class we taught live, second class we taught live, first batch, the whole batch we taught live. Second, the whole batch we taught live. And we collected all the doubts. And every doubt we collected we then incorporated into the course itself so that people don't ask out by third batch we saw there were no doubts and then people themselves stopped coming to the live class they said sir so they realized that raising your hand is an interruption it's a it's a bug and that bug free software is there i don't need to i don't need to raise bug requests anymore and so we saw this happening in the third batch We saw that more people are coming, like more people are watching the recording and still completing the course. And that's when we decided, Hey, finally, now we can turn over and we can say, let's do a whole recorded class this time. So we did two recorded batches after that, both had good numbers because there was no doubt. The session took a lot of time. Our sessions are three, five-hour long sessions. Takes a lot of time. It builds slowly, slowly. But our first three months after our first four, uh, four months, our first few iterations helped us to write this bug-free uh, lecture, bug-free software. Okay. Uh, do you have some insights, uh, you know, you would have been closely studying the data. Like, what is the ideal length of a video that helps people to learn better? Or, you know, any interesting insights to share uh, around building a uh, like an education stack? I, lo- I Before getting into Invact, I did a lot of research around this. What is the ideal size of video, this and that? And there has been a lot of research. I published my own research paper on this. What I realized building re- uh, Invact, and especially for my TG, I, I keep stressing that this is a different TG. Is that there is no such rule as long as you're engaging you're giving breaks in between the, so we have some very strong specs when which we follow that every 25 minutes you have to give a break every every 30 minutes you have to crack a joke so it is in the script that you have to crack a joke that it, it shouldn't be funny but joke hona chahiye, right the teacher needs to be funny and we crack very lame jokes like some memes we put in our courses but that gives you a mental relief so those pieces we did right uh, some piece of interaction should happen some piece of uh, you know like class work kind of thing where you you also open an excel sheet and you also do few stuff you see you match your question and answers so some of those things we we identified which can engage you see if i, I keep saying this again and again that my uh, m- my rivalry is not with education it's with netflix We have to be as good as Netflix and better. So if a student can watch six hours of Netflix, they should feel like, hey, I'm in a flow. I'll just take two more minutes because flow is a very interesting concept. You will be in a flow when things are progressively tougher and not too tough and not too easy. But that's something you have to design in your course. It just can't happen out of nowhere. Just covering something won't happen. So that's how we design the course. And that's why you enjoy craftsmanship so much. Because it gets progressively difficult. First you take a wood. There's a wood. You just cut out the bigger pieces. Then while you are making the nose and the eyes. It becomes difficult and difficult. And, and by that time you are in the flow. So you are enjoying every subsequent challenge. This, this sounds very superficial. But... When you start designing a course with this in mind and you do it every step, and you, again, our course is also our craft, right? We have designed that with so much love. We know that these things work and that's why three hours, five hours, six hours, it doesn't matter. The courses are actually three hours long sometimes, even five hours long sometimes. But students enjoy it. If they feel tired, they, they, they pause it, they went back, they come back and they, and, and they complete it. So, that's why the completion number, the application numbers are so high because I see a lot of rewatch also. I'm go- I was going through the data. So wherever uh, the application piece comes in, like you are putting something in Excel and you're putting a formula in Excel, people rewatch those pieces a lot. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, you said that uh, like uh, Physics wala has built distribution, which I believe for them is through YouTube. Uh, what is the way in which you are building distribution? I have uh, good distribution on every platform. I have 100K... Plus uh, followers on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere. So that's that's where we are doubling down. Um, and now the word of mouth is also getting stronger and stronger. So one student who did this course, the first batch, they went ahead and they talked about it in their college, in their um, you know m- stock. These people have these stock learning groups, sharing tips groups. So there also they shared that, hey, there is a financial analyst course going on. So a lot of people we got from there. Again, this is this is the power of good messaging. If you do good messaging, people realize this is serious, serious shit. Product is good. And and these guys are keen on working through the kinks of the product. And that that comes in, that Vialytics starts kicking in. I, I wouldn't say it has kicked in a lot. But since we are doing 200 people batch over a month, we right now have... 150 people already in waitlist for the next month, and these are 150 people who have completed five projects as of today, which is uh, I think 14-16 February, and the batch starting on 3rd March. So we are also not aggressively marketing. Like if you go to my social media channels, I don't like talk about Invact a lot, but so even have little bit of yet. yeah, I don't have to like I don't have to fire the guns yet, but like at the meantime, I have like big four guns which I can fire at scale when time comes when time comes what will be your monthly intake so the plan is to gradually increase month month by month and mm. somewhere down the line two years down the line i'm planning to be the biggest institution in india so today the biggest institution in india is amity university yeah. Yeah, it has 40 cities and one hundred seventy five thousand students across multiple programs mm. my plan is to be bigger than that in the next 24 months Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, would you need to raise more funds to hit that kind of scale? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then, you know, the question will come up. What is your monetization plan? Uh, We'll tell them. See, monetization is a very simple, like just like I answered you, monetization is a very simple thing. Hmm. Is there a propensity to pay in education? Yes. People pay. Is my course quality good? Yes. Are, are all other variables like acquisition cost, operation cost, delivery cost minimal? Do we have a high margin here? Yes. Do we have a big TAM here? Yes. Then monetization will happen when it will happen. I mean, suddenly venture cannot overturn and say, no, now we are not venture. We are public markets because then the whole construction of venture will break, right? That's not what venture is what venture is doing right now is it's going back to fundamentals and fundamental questions like this hey can you operate at margin down the line is there a path to monetization is there a path to profitability that, those are the questions which venture is asking not when where, show me the money it's not show me the was, money in future i also am uh, not asking you show me the money but uh, what's the uh, what's your thinking on how you could monetize what could there are that? multiple ways actually uh, there are multiple streams which we can do either we can do the upsell piece which we talked about previously. I have also started thinking about just putting a very low cost on the course. Say the course can go ahead for five thousand rupees once it is done, and five thousand rupees. I remember me buying in two thousand eight when I was preparing for IITJ a Rastnik Haliday book for just three thousand rupees. And I just solved like five or 10 questions out of it. So if you become big enough and if you become a cultural phenomena, people, every finance student, every commerce student, everyone will have like your book. And that book is basically this course Why not keep an option open? So that at scale would be so powerful in a, in a country like India because Again, we started solving for a bigger TAM from, from day zero. So that is one piece. The other piece which we have talked to is hiring managers. They have told us, you know, we take three months to train someone, find someone. If you can reduce that, we are happy to pay one month salary per person to you. So there are multiple monetization uh, pieces which we can explore and we can finalize. And again, As there's propensity to pay both from industry and from students, I'm Mm -hmm. least worried about that right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Uh, Do you plan to launch more courses beyond finance? Uh, And what's the timeline? Like what next in the product roadmap? So product roadmap is first we complete phase two. Then in phase three, we will have multiple properties. Right now we are doing equity research and we'll do credit. We'll do banking. So I think in finance itself, we have, more than 10,000, 000, 20,000 000 jobs to unlock first. And for 20,000 jobs, you would need at least 2 lakh people coming into your course every year, which is my target to beat Amity, right? So I think that is, once that is done, and again, focus is important. What we tell our students, go deep versus going horizontal. So you want to go deep in finance first. And then I think some of the pieces which we are building, we are building it. Thinking that we'll get into business analytics, data analytics, other pieces as well down the line, so that you have the same Excel modeling, same business environment modules being taken over, and you know some pieces we need to build. But for now, for the next few months, finance is the only thing which we are doing. We are going deep. What we tell our students, we do that ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing. Okay. Uh, do you think I should ask something else? Uh... I mean, we can talk about a lot of things. I have been talking about a lot of things. I think we can talk about uh, this vertical learning piece. We can talk about how this is a big TAM overall. Uh, we can also talk about how in VAC will be positioned in students' minds. Uh, you know, how a student will think about it. Uh, on the careers part, the, the corporate connect or the recruitment part of it, uh, how are you scaling that up? Like to... Uh, build that out so one thing is we don't need to scale a lot right we need the first hundred like this year we would be placing if we are doing a great job we'll be placing thousand students thousand is a very small number any any kpo hires thousand in one go so when we talk to we talk to some firms i don't want to take the names right now because the deals are not finalized when we talk to these firms they're like hundred le leilingen 200 awesome. to ले 500 to ले like they are so desperate they are saying to college we don't find right people we have to hire them train them so ab i just showed them their work the current work which they have done and like just teach them a little bit of dcf a little bit of valuation we'll take them we'll take them so that's we every month we talk to them we show them hey this is the progress and they will say, Ki, you know, this is good, just a little bit of this, little bit of that. And and they are promising in numbers, like not 10s and 20s, 100s and 200s and 500s. We'll be lucky to be able to get those people graduated. I think that's the bigger problem, not the hiring side. And that brings us to the end of this conversation. I want to ask you for a favor now. Did you like listening to the show? I'd love to hear your feedback about it. Do you have your own startup ideas? I'd love to hear them. Do you have questions for any of the guests that you heard about in the show? I'd love to get your questions and pass them on to the guests. Write to me at ad at the podium.in. That's ad at t-h-e-p-o-d-i-u-m dot in.